Welcome to By Its Cover Podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the cover of streaming services, movies found on streaming services. I'm Brie Eggleston. And what are you? I'm a host. And I'm Kevin Eggleston, another a host. <laughs> I know, that was... Believe it or not, people, that intro was better than the previous one. Would you believe it wasn't our first attempt? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should do more of the intros, and then that way I won't stumble like a drunk person. Or you could try not being a drunk person. Uh, This is by its cover, (laughs) A Marriage's Journey Through Alcoholism. No, uh, that's not the case. No, because you won't deal with that problem. All right, Brie, what are we watching this week? We are watching a choice that you made because you shot down every single one I came up with. I'm not feeling horror movie That's not my fault. None of the ones I sent you are a horror movie. Or if you send me a movie with Miley Cyrus in it, we know if <laughs> you're already setting a floor. <laughs> or is that a ceiling? Because it's not going to be Oscar worthy. Uh, this week, we are watching Hell or High Water. A thrillingly good movie, according to the cover. By Owen Gleiberman from Variety. Yes, the Gleibermans. They're a delightful (laughs) couple. (laughs) All right, let's see if Owen is going to be right. So, uh, Brie, what do we see in this cover? Uh, We see Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, and Ben Foster uh, with big old heads and... They have normal heads. They're just superimposed. I don't know. Ben Foster's forehead looks kind of tall in this. More like a five head. <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> and then in the... And that's pretty much like three quarters of the movie uh, poster. And at the bottom, it looks like they're in a town of some kind. I'm going to bet in Texas. Texas Midlands Bank is what one of the structures is. And then looks like it's an old Ford, maybe early 90s, late 80s Ford. And there are two crouched people behind it who look to be getting shot at. Yes, they are under some cover. They look like bank robbers. They do. Yes. Uh, And then we get big letters that just say hell or high water. And Bree, if you had to pick, would you pick hell or would you pick high water? Well, high water doesn't necessarily mean you're going to drown. I mean, it could be high water up to your chin. If you're diving, it's typically a good thing. Yeah. I I would say, what if we broke it down even further and said, hell or high water, and then you had to choose between hell, high, or water? I mean, that's not how <laughs> the conjunction or works. You don't just put it wherever you want in a sentence. <laughs> I did this time. <laughs> oh, that's not how Schoolhouse Rock works, babe. <laughs> conjunction, junction. Hey, we can't afford to pay them for the license for that song. Don't do that. It was that. a parody because obviously it didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sink in. We should sue them for false education. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, would you choose hell or high water? I would, I would pick high water. I would rather be just slightly damp. Than hell, I think. Like it was a, it was a false dichotomy. There wasn't really a second choice. Because like, if you hated high water enough that you choose hell, guess what your hell's gonna be full of? That's 
probably a good play. It's like, oh no, the devil got me. He tricked me with this one. <laughs> uh, so we got Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, and Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. Which one are you most excited to see in this? I have had a long love of Ben Foster, so I'm going to go with Ben Foster. I don't know. He's got that like walrus handle mustache right now yeah in that's this, true with a little little flavor saver on it Ugh, gross look like a he looks like a a guy fieri if he would have gone into like the army instead of flavor town <laughs> i do have to say though they have chris stunning chris pine stunning blue eyes quite accentuated on this cover He's got some pouty lips too. I know. I know you've commented before on actors' pouty lips on things. Yeah, but that's that was ScarJo. Yeah, so. and Gina Gershon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> now that we're talking about lips. <laughs> uh, any predictions for what this movie's going to be about? What do you think it's is going to be the plot? I think that Ben Foster and. Some other random person are going to be robbing banks. And that Chris Pine is a marshal. And that Jeff Bridges is the local sheriff. And it's all a hostage situation during a bank robbery. I'm going to go Jeff Bridges is a Texas Ranger. Ooh. Is his name Walker? No. Oh. What if this is a secret, like walker texas ranger movie you get halfway through and then all of a sudden eyes of the ranger starts playing (laughs) you're like son of a bitch how did they keep this secret just everyone in the theater when they left when this came out was just like we have to keep this under wraps (laughs) it's kind of like we all agreed with the sixth sense not to mention that bruce willis was dead and then blockbuster ruined it (laughs) yeah um which who do you think is going to be so i agree with you bank robbery chris pine haven't decided if he's a bank robber yet or a cop I'm, okay. I'm leaning towards he's going to be a robber. No. And Ben Foster is the wild card in the group. Oh. He's the one that might shoot people. And Jeff Bridges is the the close to retirement Texas Ranger that's going to bring them to justice. But I also wonder, is Jeff Bridges going to be in on this? Oh. Like is when... that going to be what makes it thrillingly? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Any, any other predictions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like you were on the cusp of another comment. <laughs> and then just, well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> All right, Bree. Hey, uh, do you know what uh, what time it is? I don't know. What time is it? It's about time for the people's court to start, which means it makes it judgment time. And we're back. Having watched Hell or High Water... 20, 2016's Hell or High Water. Okay. I didn't know there was a secondary one, so. I mean, it's not, like, that unique of a name. Hell or High Water seems like it could belong in, like, a horror movie with a shark. So. And I also want to point out, out that they actually say that phrase in the movie. They did. It kind of wanted to make me just be like, and scene, roll credits, we're done. <laughs> uh, so, what did we, what did you snack on during this? Because I think the snack is going to be the only part you're, like, excited to talk about. Yes, I had some vanilla ice cream in which I also had some chocolate syrup. So you had some vanilla ice cream? Yes. 
Am I supposed to be catching something? I right just there? some vanilla ice. I just was really enjoying the like vanilla ice pun that I made there. But I I don't get it. It's okay, baby. It's okay that you had a vanilla ice baby. No. Dun 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 dun. dun. No. <laughs> Can we edit that out? <laughs> nope. It stays in. We cut nothing. Uh, like this movie, we just roll. Um. <laughs> So we watched uh, Hell or High Water. It stars Chris Pine. Ben Foster. Ben Foster, Jeff Bridges. Like a pretty stellar cast. Yeah, and they're all good. Um, they all do a good job. Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. You really on are. this plot because, like explaining it because I, I will say um, I don't think from the first opening scene I don't think there was a moment where I didn't turn around that you didn't either have like a look of utter disgust uh-huh. or just uh, like exasperated playing your cell phone game during this movie. Because immediately uh, the movie opens. My bet was the movie was going to either open with somebody having sex or a gunfight. And then like in media, Ray cut to Ugh, which like you know how I feel earlier. about that. So it didn't have it, so it automatically got like a point for you. It's got one star right now. That's currently for you. That's all it gets. Um, but they're like they have a, they have a it's a successful but not really successful bank robbery to open the movie, and I could just tell from the moment that happened, you were like, they make bad decisions. Yep. I don't like this. Well, okay, let's even roll back further because the first thing it does is pan around a really desolate Texas town and there's spray paint on one of the white walls that says, uh, why did they get a bailout? Oh, uh, I did three tours in Iraq, uh, yet they're the ones that get a bailout. Which I was like, oh, mother... Are we going to get a long-winded commentary on how much capitalism screwed over the little guy? Okay, but the way you're saying it right now makes it sound like you're like, oh my god capitalism has taken too much of your shit okay no that's Yay, not capitalism. how i mean it it's like yeah duh it's obvious <laughs> yeah well and also it's like hey how much did you make on this chris and jeff and ben and i'm not blaming them because a job's yeah. a job but i i mean that's essentially what it boiled down to is like okay well the bank got got theirs yeah uh, and it's i'm like but What's kind of frustrating to me is I'm like, this is a movie that keeps getting made. Um, yeah. I'm where like, it's like the real again? the real villain is the bank. And it's like, I'm 100% on your side. Guess what? The the people that need to see it aren't, aren't watching it. They're not <laughs> and, and they're not going to think they're not going to see yeah. it for the right reasons. Or uh, they're not going to see that point. A bank that rhymes with Schmank of America is not watching this and being like, oh, are we the assholes? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we're the bad guys in this one. Like, <laughs> they killed people, but we're the jerks. <laughs> uh, so it, it stars uh, Chris Pine, Ben Foster, playing Toby and... or Chris. I, did I say Chris Pine? Yeah. Okay. I thought I said Chris Foster, and I was like, hey, man, okay, okay, it. okay. Can we pause for a second? I mean, we haven't really even started, so go for it. Let's do uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> okay. All right. This is new. The, uh, the Chris's gonna... edition. I'm giving you Pratt, Pine, and Evans. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> I would go with Kill Pratt. 
Okay. Okay. Because he was a fat, funny guy that got skinny, and that offends me. <laughs> Pick a lane, Chris P. Okay, and stay in it. Have some you goddamn commitment. You can't even say Chris commitment. P. Because yeah, there's two Chris P's. In Chris this list. Pratt used to be fat. It's like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> so this time he dies. Um, <laughs> no, so kill Chris Pratt. Uh, I would say fuck Chris Pine. Uh huh. Uh, because he's dreamy. Yeah. And then I'd marry Chris Evans because he seems nice and we could just retire on his cable knit sweater collection. Okay. I I actually have the exact same list as you, except that. So come get us, Chris, one or the other, <laughs> like whichever order you want to go in, we can do this. Okay. We can get, I mean, that was that little conversation we just had. I was, was 100% certain you were going to go Chris Pratt, Ben Foster, Jeff Bridges. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, that order changes up. I don't fuck Chris Pine in that one. <laughs> uh, I have to tell you that short, short little combo we just had was more entertaining than oh, this whole entire so movie. Horrible to this movie. Okay, so uh, Chris Pine, and wouldn't it be better if Ben Foster was played by Chris Pratt? Uh, like that no, character? because Ben Foster does a okay, great yes. job being cray cray. So uh, Chris Pine is the like semi lie abiding he's supposed to be like the smart brother that um they're just down on their ben left. foster plays the like the wild one that you always have to have in a, a crime movie because you can't have like a, any movie that involves like a bank robbery or heist you can't have normal well-adjusted people in it because right. i mean granted they don't do crimes well i mean like i'm not a person that does crime well i'd be terrible at it <laughs> I'd also brag a lot. Like my Twitter would be like, it's robbed a bank. LOL. Aren't I crazy? <laughs> I, I would be so screwed. I wouldn't consider you very stealthy by nature. <laughs> I'm not built for it. But I'm I'm Chris Pratt that stuck to getting fat. Uh, and I'll just rhyme off of that. <laughs> oh, I can't stop. Uh, Please do, though. <laughs> yeah. But they, they're in uh, West Texas. They have a ranch that we actually find out it just had oil found on it. Yep. Um, the bank is about ready to foreclose on it for a reverse mortgage. It's, I mean, it feels very much like a this is a story that we, we know the, the rules for. It. I mean, it's yeah, it's the mom just died. The yeah. mom did a reverse mortgage. There were tax liens. It, it, it's basically young guns updated in a way. Um, like it's the same one, like protecting the family farm. Yeah. Robbing from the people that did them wrong. Which was Texas yeah. Midlands yeah. Bank. So, like, it, it's not new in that regard. I think what makes this one at least somewhat, when it is like a fresh movie to me, um, is that it m- mashes up a heist movie with like a Western. Um, yeah, but they didn't even do the Western all that real. Well, all they had was a law enforcement guy in a cowboy hat that was racist. <laughs> yeah, well, and, okay. We, we will fight on this one slightly. Yes, he says racist things. I do not get the impression that he is actually racist. He's an asshole. Oh, he is. We're not arguing that. But He, he uses racist comments to get the goat of his Native American part Mexican, and he yes. can say it oh. in there, uh, partner. And although he's using it to be an asshole, that's still racist. Yeah, I, I, I will give you that, but I'll also say... That feels very, like, country in some ways. Like, and that's, I think that's what's a little bit tough for us, for me to sit and, like, 
be super objective with this movie because it's it, I watch it and I'm just. Is this a part of America that exists? Oh, probably. Yeah, but I don't sure want to live there. No, we don't live in Texas. Sorry if we have an audience member in Texas. Hi. Try a different state. Y'all. <laughs> wow. Jesus, <laughs> Brie. Um, I say that because my dad says y'all. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I love how you're just defending your weird choices with language. This is so weird to be on the other side of this conversation. Oh, this is, oh, this is, is this what you feel like every day I make a joke that you're like, oh, don't do that ever again. And I'm like, mm, don't. You've got this canceled in Texas. It's a large state. They make textbooks. They okay? do. They determine your textbooks. So we're going to have one. They're going to be like, and in 2010 to now, uh, podcasts are popular, except for by its cover. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Y'all, fuck them. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah. Why apostrophe all? <laughs> and I'm sorry, but it, that is, it's good grammar, okay? You all is very inclusive. <laughs> Means all of you. Uh, but. I actually do like saying y'all. I know. It's a great word. Uh, yeah, I don't, like I don't feel like the plot really needs to be. I didn't think it needed to be a character point for him. Like we already got that he was a crotchety old man. <clears throat> It was on the edge of retirement and he and his partner had an interesting dynamic and it didn't need that extra step of their relationship, like that tension. It's it's one of those things that adds verisimilitude. Oh, oh, yeah. please explain that yeah. for but like truthiness, like it, it makes him feel very real because, again, like but grew up, we grew up in small so towns. Forced. We knew so many people. And that's also one of my beefs is um, I don't know why people have decided Jeff Bridges is the be all end all for like crotchety old man. Yeah. Um, detective. It's so funny to me because like when I look at all, a lot of his past filmography up until True Grit, it's not really like a casting that he had. It's not. Yeah. Hey, we need like Tommy Lee Jones. We need a crotchety old fuck in this movie like that plays right. a straight man to this. Let's cast Tommy Lee Jones. When did Jeff Bridges become that? And it's like, it's got to be because of True Grit. Because um, everything else is like stoner or intellectual or like professor. You know, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like when they all of a sudden were like, hey, you know, who we need villains. Let's cast Johnny Depp. You know? Yeah. I just I look forward to it because it was like it, in another 20 years, 30 years. Are we going to have like Jason Momoa playing like worn down sheriff? I could totally see him doing that. <laughs> well, yes, we should. Um, uh, are you kidding me? He's got the great hair for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, so the plot in this movie is not new. Uh, I would say the only thing that really changes in this movie from any other movie, like this kind of movie you've seen, is the table dressing, you know, the setting of being Texas, modern day, and it, like showing how depressed economically it is and it yeah. also causes like people to act interesting in different social dynamics um where it's you know they have a waitress in one scene she refuses to give up chris pine's character because he gave her a 200 dollars tip yeah um and i was like oh that's probably fairly accurate like she's like oh they were nice to me this one time they gave me money those guys took my tip as evidence not gonna help them yeah uh, so I, I I I like the table dressing of this movie, the setting. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just it didn't bring anything new to me, and also it, because they were you, were, I mean they were wearing those trappings of a, a western on their sleeve, 
which I typically like the Western genre. Yeah. Um, I know it, it's fine. Like, I, yeah, I'll watch them. Um, this one decided though, that their way to reference Westerns was where like characters would stare off into the, like the distance and make soliloquies and monologues about like the state of society. I must not have been paying that close of attention. Oh yeah. It happens like four or five times where it's like, um, like when he's talking to his son, when Toby's talking yeah, to his son. When he's son. talking to his son about like, hey, this is you're gonna hear things about me. Chris Pines' character, you're gonna hear things about me. It's all true. But no, like I did it because I loved you. And like then he kind of goes into like, this is why a man has to do these things. And then when they're in the casino and uh Ben Foster says something racist to a Native American, and then the like guy goes into a speech about like, well, do you know why they call us? Comanches, you know, Comanches. And then later on, the half Mexican, half Native American um, partner, Texas Ranger, like talks to Jeff Bridges about kind of gives this thing like, oh, the white person stole our land. Now they're just getting it stolen back by the banks. It's the, like it's the cycle of this place. And then at the tail and like at the very end of the movie. uh, Chris Pine gives one, too. He's like. I've given everything to this land. Like poverty's just taken so much from me. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. Like, I mean, each person like has a monologue and it's funny because it's, these are supposed to be, you know, normal people, but man, gosh, just rich inner dialogues that like, they're just waiting to bring forth in conversation. That's just kind of like, I don't think you think that way, you mm. know, but so it's just kind of funny to me. Um, where that was their, their kind of, we're going to make our commentary on civilization. Mm -hmm. And then it just, we keep rolling with the scenes and like this, I mean, you can tell they're like, we want an Academy Award. Like we need, we oh, need yeah. And that, and I guarantee that that's probably why I didn't care for it because it was like award bait because anything that is close to winning a best picture, I don't, I don't yeah. care for. Well, and I guess to me is like, it's, it felt so stereotypical. I mean, it's. I mean, even you can pick the plot beats. One of the brothers is going to be like a crazy. What did I say? I started with saying, "Okay, we're going to end one of this. There's going to be a shootout. Yep. One of the brothers is going to die. There's someone's going to go crazy. Blah 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 blah." Yeah. The only that it twisted on is the fact that Toby got away. Uh, no, I would even say that doesn't. Uh, like that happens a lot in westerns. Even like the biggest shift that they have in the end is there's no like climactic shootout between and Jeff I, Bridges' character and Chris Pines' character. And it just kind of ends with like, well, I'll be seeing you. And if you ever want to find me again because you want to settle this, let's settle it. Yeah. But it, it's a, uh, you know, crazy brother has turns and like has a heart of gold moment where he sacrifices himself to protect his brother. Yeah. You know, uh, you could tell which police care or police detective character was going to get killed. Um, I think the only one that actually I there was a moment I thought was interesting was when they rob a bank and it turns out they rob it on payday on accident mm -hmm. and like a posse forms, which it, that actually was probably the coolest part that in the T-bone steak waitress. Yeah. Well, there's an eight. Yeah. I mean, because in the Western, you're like, oh, yeah, of course that would happen. So it's weird to see it in the modern day. And you're like, yeah, that probably would fit. Yeah. What so. Would so. 
uh, the very last bank that they rob in this big ass city. Uh, Relatively. They for that yeah. for that area. Um, Toby's brother. Gosh, I don't remember his name. Um, shoot, I'll look it up while you're talking. Shoots one of the bank patrons, and well, it was the guard, wasn't it? No. Well, he shot the guard, but then he also oh, yeah, shot the patron that drew the, on him. The patron that drew on him. Um, but what happens is they go running out of the bank, and this girl had text. I'm assuming one of her family members, Tanner, and Tanner and Toby, Toby and Tanner. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so the girl had musted text one of her family members and they go running out of the bank being shot out from the inside. Well, they come out and there's like seven pickup trucks with shotguns and rifles and pistols waiting to shoot them and they shoot them. And then they start a getaway chase and they're chasing them down the freeway. Like they're not holding up or anything. They're not pulling off waiting for the cops. They're full on chasing these guys. Yeah, it's some frontier justice type stuff, which I wondered how much um, sometimes when movies like this get made, you wonder how much they're like fantasy for the, you know, the concealed carry person that's like, I'm just going to be the good guy with the gun in the right spot at the right time. And it's like, no, man, you should just never want to be in that situation. Right. Because then doesn't Tanner pull like an AR-15 yeah. on all of them? Yeah, he pulls the AR. Uh, well, he pulls out uh, a fully automatic one. Okay. So, yeah, it's, I mean, he, he's holding down the trigger and just hoses them down. Doesn't look like he killed anyone. No. Uh-uh. But um, but they all backed off. Yeah. It, it was kind of, I mean, they all turned tail pretty quick. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is why you don't throw yourself in that situation. Like, it can be romantic. In thought. But also, like, the movie doesn't ever, like, state that opinion. Um, so no. So just more like an inference. Um, and it just, I don't know. I, I, I uh... I don't know why this has like 97% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I do. Uh, I figured it would have gotten called out for um, really being like a cliche. I And that's, a, it totally was. I mean, it was one of those things that was written with the the normal cadence of that kind of award-based movie. Yeah. And I, I mean, it does have some very um, heart- Tugging dialogue and what seems to be some commentary on the state of the world. And I don't know. I, I This is not my type of movie. I'm sure the people that put thought and time and heart and money into it enjoyed it and got what they wanted out of it. But it's, I, it's not one I would ever pick anyways. So... Yeah, I I think uh, you get a good performance out of Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, I think you get a good performance out of Ben Foster. But then again, I'm trying to think, like, is there a Ben Foster movie he's done where I haven't really enjoyed him? Well, and that's the thing is, like, all of the acting in it is really good. The sets are good. The um, the costuming is very accurate to, like, poor people. <laughs> Harsh, Brie. I mean, it's uh, I mean, true, yeah, though. Yeah. It's all worn. It's not new. It's The setting of this movie feels right. Yes. Um, It doesn't even feel like they painted on the grid. I feel like they actually went and sought out the economically depressed areas and filmed there. And yeah, and one of the things, um, since this movie really wants to be a Western, um, like I feel accurate in saying... One of the things that always frustrates me when you watch a Western, what like always feels like it sets up a good Western versus a bad Western to me, is a bad Western, everything clean. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, everyone's got, you know, white teeth and clean right. pressed clothes and like there's no dust. And this ha- didn't have that. I mean, things are dirty. It's nobody's got a new car. Nope. Um, one of the, the twists in the end is, of course, the bank doesn't really want the robberies because they all robbed the same bank, Texas Midland. They don't want it really investigated because they're getting they're managing a trust now for the family's ranch mm-hmm. that is pulling out $60,000. $600,000. Yeah. And 50,000 a week or 50,000 a month, $600,000 a year of oil money. Yep. So to them, it's not really worth the, they were robbed for 43,000. Not even that they think that this guy did it. Like they yeah. cleared him as a suspect. Um, the only person that seems to really be interested in like justice in the situation is, um, Jeff Bridges character. Jeff Bridges character, and even then, it's not even justice. He just wants revenge because his partner. Yeah, gets because killed. his partner was killed. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you? Uh, so my question here is: Ben Foster plays kind of what seems to be his defining character trait, which is a crazy guy. Yeah. You know, because he did a bit, did basically the same character in Three Ten to Yuma. Uh, he does it in a lot of movies. Didn't he do it in Panic Room? Why do I want to say he's in Panic Room? I, I Maybe he's not. But. I know you say this, but I know Ben Foster from um, Fast Forward, which is a movie or a TV series I watched when I was little. And he was on it with Jewel State. And then I'm pretty sure he was in Space Cases, too. Man, we know him from different things. So 310 to Yuma, he plays a crazy dude. Pretty sure he plays a crazy dude in Alpha Dog. Played a very much crazy dude in Pandorum. Uh, oh, it was Hostages that I remember him from. That he played a bad guy in it. Uh, 30 Days of Night plays a crazy dude. He was not in Space Case. He was not. Well, not Space Case, you said? No, but he was in Fast Forward. Which yeah. was a but TV he just, show. He plays a lot of... He does them well. Crazy, yeah. And I was, I was, I was asked you. I said, you know, <laughs> wasn't he? Oh yeah, hostage, the one with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, it was oh. okay. I said, like, don't give it, don't give it praise. I, I wanted him to be in Panic Room too, but he's not. Um, Panic Room was Jared Leto, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. But like for this generation's crazy guy, he does the same roles that Christopher Walken did for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think to me, the more iconic one was uh, Gary Oldman. So Ben oh, Foster, yeah. if you could cast in their primes, so not considering their age now or their their roles they've done now, in their like 30s to 40s prime, can cast your ideal like trigger itchy trigger trigger finger brother in a heist movie. Do you cast Christopher Walken, Gary Oldman, or Ben Foster? Um. I I think it would go between Ben Foster or Gary Oldman. Um, Christopher Walken, I can never... I, there's just a part of me that can never take him seriously. Oh, have you never seen The Prophecy? Yeah, I think you've made... Is that the one where Why he has you, his... Oh, you, oh, God, you always say that. You made me watch it. You make it sound like I like hold your head in place. <laughs> Be like, don't blink. You'll miss the scene. That's not the one where he has spiky teeth. That's sleeping Yes, it hall. is. Well, he hasn't been sleeping. No, he. You're thinking of Sleepy Hollow because he filed him down. Yeah. Uh, in the prophecy, he's the he's the angel Gabriel. Oh. And maybe we should rewatch that. And Vigo Mortensen plays Satan. It's great. I love Vigo Mortensen. And Chris Maloney's in it. <gasps> I love Chris Maloney. I'm pretty sure it's Chris Maloney. Anyways, I mean, yeah. we should probably yeah, talk about should. the movie. Uh, like, 
now that we're talking about the prophecy. I mean, honestly, uh, it comes down to bank robberies, shootout, and then <clears throat> then they get the money. Yeah, but to me, yeah, again, there's really no comeuppance pl- for Toby. Plot is useless in this. Like the new, the only real twist they have is showing you how to like really launder money, which I thought was that was yeah. the coolest part for me. For those of you not in the now uh, or in the know, um, you're all in the now. For you, the time travelers listening to this podcast, <laughs> this is not this is not in media res for yeah. you. <laughs> Here's a flashback. Um, they launder the money by taking it to a casino and cashing out chips. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean. They they made a point of only taking small bills that wouldn't be tra- uh, trackable or were the bank didn't keep records of. They, they the profit chains. Yeah. So there's no $100 bills, which have the numbers that they write down. Um, no die packs, things like that. So they take that and they launder it by going through the chips. And- well, and what's really interesting is when they do cash out, they have the check made to Texas Midland Bank. Yep. And so it doesn't even go like towards their taxes. Like it doesn't get traced back to them. Um, there was another part that I thought was really cool, but I can't remember it now. So you talked about something else. Well, no, we still haven't settled. So you said Oldman was your. I would go with Ben your, Foster. Go, oh, you'd pick Ben Foster. Yeah. You're changing it now. No, I said Oldman or Ben Foster, okay. but definitely not Walker. Walkman. Whatever. Walkin. Walkman. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a disc man, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I can't believe you did, did Walkin like that. I, I just told you why. I know, but sometimes you get a fever. The only <laughs> cure more is more cowbell. More cowbell. It's a terrible Christopher Walken impression. That's okay. You um, judged me for my Norman Reedus. I've judged you a lot in this podcast. <laughs> or is Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, I have judged you for your bad Irish impersonation. I'm not good at accents. Neither one of us are. That's why we do a podcast instead of like a voiceover thing. Um, <laughs> I would I- like to guest star on Bob's Burgers, though. So if the creator of this... <laughs> I would be happy to be Tina's best friend. I love how that's your pitch for that job. Uh, <laughs> you're just like, they hey, you know to what? This. Kristen Shaw doesn't have to change her voice to be Louise. Why should I have to change my voice to be Tina's best friend? Yeah, I. You know, I can't argue with your logic. <laughs> I know it's wrong. I know it's not right what you're saying, but I can't argue. You're just with jealous. It. You want to be on Bob's Burgers too. <laughs> I, yeah, that's, look, okay, let's settle something really quick. Everyone wants to be on Bob's Burgers. Nobody would not be on Bob's Burgers if they had a chance. I love how we went from doing a bad Christopher Walken impression (laughs) to me defending wanting to be on a cartoon. No, Um, I'm defending wanting to be on a cartoon. You're judging me for wanting to be on Bob's Burgers. (laughs) How have I become the villain in this podcast? Because I want to be on Bob's Burgers. Uh, yeah, I know, but I just I I I appreciate that you are swinging for the fences here, honey. You are shooting for the moon. I don't ask for much. Oh, honey, I know you're on this podcast. Like <laughs> again, you're not aiming. Like I just love that you think this is the way you shoot that shot. I mean, I could tag Bob's Burgers when I post it. Uh, you could, babe. You are really asking me to be the the dream crusher here. Like, it's like you're telling me you want to be an astronaut, but you get sick in elevators. (laughs) You know what? Now I'm going to be on it just so I can prove you wrong. I I still would love you. And like the whole time you're in that recording studio, I'd be like, I supported your dream. I think this is great. And you would just be spiteful recording. You'd just be like, 
I'm going to be Tina's best friend and fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, I think you're great. I think you're amazing. I don't know how any of this happened. Also, Tina, Tina, read me your newest entry in your uh, your friend er- fiction book. Erotic please. friend fiction. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. I know you. that's how much of a fan you are. You can't even remember what things are called. I got half of it. Yeah. Okay. Hell or high water. <laughs> hell or high water. Just, <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is how much I didn't want to even talk about this movie is I keep derailing him. You do. It's And what's bad is <laughs> I am not a person that can course correct. <laughs> You're just... <laughs> It's like you're giving me improv here, and you you know I'm going to yes and. You know it's going to keep happening. I know what your weakness uh, is. You, it is. You, one of us has to be responsible on this goddamn show. I can't, I'm the one that said hell or high water and brought you back. Yeah. You're also the one that did. I mean, it's like you've killed me, and then you gave me CPR, and you're like, ha. You're back. Please cancel each other out. Um <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about this movie? I okay. I I would say watch it if you haven't watched uh, like if you haven't watched a lot of recent westerns or heist movies. It, it's probably I got it. I don't even like calling this a heist movie because heist movies have like a caper, but like a, a crime movie. Um, because it doesn't really glamorize anything. It doesn't really like make these guys look cool or you know because it's not like one of the ones like baby drive i don't even want to compare it to baby driver i love baby driver yeah but i mean it's not one of those ones where it's like oh you you sympathize so much with the bad guys but you don't sympathize with the good guy i mean it's just kind of different oh i remembered what i was gonna say oh shit let's hear this okay so toby throughout this whole thing is is put up as this type of person that's very calm and very thoughtful and He's trying to do right by his two sons and his ex-wife. And there's this scene where Toby and Tanner have just uh, robbed a bank and they're getting gas in the car. And Toby is in the convenience store and this um, lime green Mustang pulls up and the guy starts bad mouthing and pulls a gun on Tanner. And Toby comes walking out of the convenience store walks to the side of the car with the guy badmouthing Tanner and full on beats the shit out of him. Like out of nowhere, just goes to freaking town on him and keeps going past the point of like, like there's serious rage there. And then he walks around to the passengers, passenger and the passengers like, no, 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 he deserved it. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. And that was so out of character for Toby. It was such a moment for me because it was like, Toby wants to protect his brother as much as Tanner Crazy Pants wants to protect him. Yeah. And so even though Ben Foster was overall cray cray in the movie, uh, that that little scene probably for me was the the most interesting part of the movie. It was interesting because it also hinted that Toby isn't like the innocent being dragged along on this. Yeah. Um. He's capable of the great this great violence too. Um, I thought it was interesting because this gets back to this like there was a moment in this movie where I was concerned that they were going to be. This movie has social commentary. All westerns ha- are like a social commentary at some extent. They're all all these like conversations about where does the individual fit in with society, mm-hmm. or 
Like, what do you accept in society? That's kind of the, the structure of a Western. This movie does that, and they choose to do it with these, like, long conversations. Um, like, right before that, that gas station scene, the two Texas Rangers are driving, and a forest fire or a, a brush fire is causing the road to be blocked by cattle ranchers cutting down fence and going, which is is not legal. Like, they're trespassing. Uh-huh. But they're doing what's right to make sure they guarantee their way of life. Again, it's like this, the law isn't always right um, kind of metaphor happening there. Yeah. But the there's two comments that get made. The first one is the Texas Ranger says like, oh, well, we can't call the fire department. There's nobody out here. Yeah. These guys are on their own. Yeah. Which, again, like, tells you, like, this is not, civilization doesn't apply in this Texas area. Like, yeah. The, the rules don't work. You're not going to call the cops and they're there in three minutes. It's not New York City. Right. It's huge. It's you, expansive. Yeah. But... Society is not there. Yeah. Um, but then the the like the guy made a comment where he's like, uh, it's the 20th century or 21st century and I'm having to do this shit or I'm having to like drive cattle during a fire. No wonder I can't get my kids to do this for a living. And there was a moment where I was like, and then the gas station scene happened where they beat up the kids listening to ambiguous music. It's like supposed to be, I don't know what the, the hell it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like this rap metal mix. And it was driving. loud. Yeah, it was not great. <laughs> um, that was such an old lady comment. Yeah, I'm not I know, that old. <laughs> but like, it makes us sound like we, we don't know music, but like it was just a shitty Limp biscuit, basically. Um and they beat them up. And I was like, oh, God, is this movie going to be the thing where, like, these Toby and Tanner go around, like, and do the directors or the screenplay or the screenwriters, like, correcting the social wrongs of the society as they see it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm like, God, are they going to have a scene where they, like, shoot a guy that's wearing bad pants? Or, you know, like, I thought it was going to get into this commentary that it, it swerves away from, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so I, I was grateful for that. Um, let's talk about the cover. So the cover, really, um, what would you have changed? It had Jeff Bridges, uh, it had Chris Pine, had them hiding behind the tr- the truck, as we assume, towards the climax of the movie. Went through I the maybe shootout. would have thrown some dollar bills on it. Thrown some dollar bills? Yeah. Um, I would have definitely put an oil well oh, in somewhere yeah. in this. Because even though like they never really state that oil's driving all this, we know some level it is. Um, I think the dollar bill was great. Um, yeah, I think I would have maybe put some blood somewhere. <laughs> so I'm reading the trivia, and it says, This movie is set in Texas, but not a single scene was actually filmed there. State legislature, legislature removed tax incentives. This was filmed in New Mexico. <laughs> Damn, that's harsh. Yep. <laughs> uh, movie that seems quintessentially Texan. And <laughs> can't even get it filmed there. All right. So, Bree, I'm going to guess psychic prediction. You do not recommend this movie. That is correct. Uh, anything they could have done to win you over? I mean, they had an, a stellar cast. I don't think you have any complaints with the acting. No, I just... You know what? I... It's not my type of movie. I've never been a huge fan of westerns, and and you're not really a huge crime genre fan, which is weird. You love heists. I I like murder mysteries, but I don't I don't like that feeling of they're gonna get caught. It's just a matter of when, 
And every decision up until that point is just dumb. I, I almost wonder to me, is it a POV issue? Because if this movie would have been from the perspective of oh. Jeff Bridges' character chasing down the criminals, would it have been more enjoyable for you than the criminals and seeing kind of like their them? Maybe. Especially if there's... No, I don't well, I don't want to say this because it's not like you're a panty waist or a wussy. Oh, God. Oh, that was, yeah, I know. That was, was like, weird. It's not like, like, it's not like you're squeamish. Uh, you're like, you'll watch just gruesome horror movies. Yeah. Um, sometimes. And uh, so it's not like it's the, the violence is what gets you, but no. like, you'll watch the shit out of a heist movie, the root form, but it's because it's like clever. Yeah. But like, this one wasn't. This... And you'll watch murder mysteries because it's the detective I or like, the inspector solving it. I like my brain to be used a little in this, and this felt more like a canter, like a horse meander. Well, yeah, it, it's the wrong kind of movie. You're not going to get. Uh, like a how'd they pull it off type thing or no. who done it, you're gonna get are they gonna get away with it? If the suspense that you have. Yeah. And um, they're clearly not gonna get away with it. Well, I mean they kind of, like I mean he did Chris Pine does. But you know, their last conversation was essentially like, hey, come over to my house yeah. when I'm not around my sons and we'll see who shoots the other person first. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. And they, they just gonna leave it at that. did a really long way of saying that in a much prettier way than that. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's not my cup of tea. That doesn't mean it wasn't, wouldn't be good for someone else. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I liked moments of it. Um, I didn't feel it was unique in any way. I saw three really good performances. Mm -hmm. Actually, I truly believe the whole cast yeah. and even the side characters. Like I especially appreciated the towns. Yeah. Um. If nothing else, watch this movie for the T-bone steak, uh, cafe. Uh, and <laughs> Just that the pissiest waitress. The tiny little portion with the waitress there because she did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think everyone in it acts really well. It's a a very competent movie. Oh, for sure. Um, it's one of those ones like if you like this genre, you'll really enjoy it. If you don't like the genre, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, I, I saw really good actors doing really good acting, which is what I did. Yeah, yeah, it's eh. yeah. So uh, that's it, I think, for Hell or High Water. Brie, where can people find us if they want to hear more of these episodes where we are more angry at the movies we watch? <laughs> well, I think the other thing that made me so disappointed in this is we've had a really good run. Like the last three movies that we watched were phenomenal but this one wasn't painful to watch it like just didn't line up with what you like that's true and that's exactly like, right yeah. like this was just a full-on my opinion i don't care for this genre yeah and i'm like okay you would rather watch this than the horror movie we have on the docket like what the, <laughs> yeah what the what the shit cabin why are you making me sit through this yeah <laughs> Because, so there was yeah. some resentment there. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ah, but you know I'll probably like this one even if it's really bad because I'm a sucker for horror movies. It's but, true. Um, yeah. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at By It's Cover Pod. Seamless transition right there. I Thanks, honey. It wasn't. I, go. <laughs> I know. It just went, it was like a changing of a bookshelf. Um, what? Because you change the bookshelf? I mean, like, if you go from one bookshelf to another, like, oh, you know, at the bottom when it's the part of the alphabet and then in Hastings, you have to go all the way up to the top to continue the same portion of the alphabet. 
It's a shift. It's a big shift. Holy shit, that <laughs> metaphor. Um, <laughs> so, Buy It's Cover Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Where else? Uh, on Facebook at Buy It's Cover Podcast. Yep. And Kevin, you have a show, live comedy, hopefully yeah. coming back to King County, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully live comedy starts again. Is it King County or is it Pierce County? Oh, P- Pierce County, Pierce sorry. County. Yeah, King County is uh, a long way out. <laughs> I'll um, be at Tacoma Comedy Club at the end of June, uh, yep. hosting for Dustin Nickerson. June 25th, 26th, and 27th. Yeah. He's got five shows. Um, please come out and support live comedy. Tacoma Comedy Club has been very good to oh, TCC is amazing. Uh, the stuff they're doing to try to make sure they're keeping their staff, the comics, and the audience safe. Safe is just crazy. And um, I'm super paranoid by nature, and I feel fully comfortable going and participating, being in the audience in live comedy. Um, it, and so go check out TacomaComedyClub.com and get your tickets for that. And, um, Kevin, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me at Kevin underscore egg on Twitter and Instagram. And then Kevin Eggleston on Facebook. Um, I think that's it for this episode. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I, I don't know where that came from. Okay. <laughs> Sing out our outros. All right, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.